since 2009 and Oklahoma remains alone in first place in the Big 12 standings. Hour three, Toby and TJ back with you. Big win. I mean, they are just mowing down opponents right now. 84-73. Brian Brinkley on the call there last night. Next up at West Virginia. Next up for the Sooner men Saturday against Kansas uh, all eyes on the injury watch for that one, Tej, which, as you know, in college basketball, you do not have to announce in advance. So we will uh, eagerly await pregame warm-ups on Saturday afternoon to see if Kevin McCuller is out there for Kansas and if John Hughley and or Rivaldo Sorez is out there for Oklahoma. Major Impact players both ways. Kansas beat Baylor at home by three, got stomped by Tech by 29 in Lubbock without McCuller in the lineup the last two games. And I don't have to tell you the impact that Rivaldo Suarez has had for Oklahoma recently. So um, yeah, we'll see. My hopes aren't real high, and I, I, I don't mean to be negative, but that, I mean, he was putting no weight on that ankle at all coming off the court. But, you know, maybe maybe he feels a lot better today, Teach. Fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully um, it was just one of those things that scared him at the time and was being uh, overly cautious, and he woke up today feeling much better. Or yeah, throughout the week, so. it just feels much better, and then by Saturday, he's good to go. Yeah, hopefully so. Uh I gotta, I gotta hear this call again one more time from Brian. Rebounded by Little Page Bugs, and she throws it. Away. Little Page Bugs. That's a last name, right? Little Page Bugs. Little Page Dari- Bugs. Dariana Little Page Bugs. What a name! <laughs> That's a sensational name, huh? D- Dariana, Dariana. Last name, Little Page hyphen Bugs. Man, that is a lot. I just pulled up her profile. That is a lot of letters in the last DLB? name. They DLB? Got, they, got, they call her DLB, right? Got to, or Bugs. Yeah. yeah. Bugs. Oh, that's a good nickname, Bugs. Yeah, I like that a lot. 
Um, let's talk a little baseball. Opening day tomorrow, Sooners in Oregon do not have official starters yet. The Ducks have put out their game notes, but they did not list an official starter there. The Sooners have not yet. I'm sure their game notes will drop today, or their series, their weekend notes will drop today. Uh, I think it'll be Braden Davis, but we'll see. I do know that Oregon has lost their ace, expected ace for the year. Um, I have to look up his name. I'll look it up while uh, we're playing this audio. Obviously, Bryce Madrin going to be a key cog for the Sooners. TJ, it was big news when he announced he's coming back this year. He closed. Remember the second half of the season he had last season? Tremendous. A mm-hmm. little slow early, but he got cooking. And he was fantastic the last month, month and a half of the year. I'm sure he'll be right there, two, three hole again this season. Big power and a little package. He'll be right field, left field probably. And he was on with Chris Plank yesterday. Here's a little of that interview. Uh, Bryce, I know it's been a busy week. I know you don't have a ton of time, but thanks for joining us on the show. How you feeling? How's the body? How's the mind as we get ready for this season? Of course, guys. Good to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. Um Everything's going as it should be. I mean, we're we're ready to roll. We're ready to play somebody else than rather than ourselves. So we're ready to go to war for sure. For for you, can I want to talk about your path just real quick? Blanchard yeah. kid works your way through a small school, junior college to get here. I know that there is a time for like reminiscing and looking back. But can you just take us through the challenges, Bryce, and, and to overcome them and find them in a spot where you're a preseason All-Big 12 performer and having the success that you've had? What were some of those trials and tribulations like fighting your way up to get to this level? I mean, it all starts from back when I was a kid. Me and my dad would always go down to the barn and get in some extra like hitting and stuff. And then all through high school, I mean, I played for a lot of great coaches. So they helped me, of course, and then – Junior college was my only offer out of high school, so I just did the best I could with it, and it turned out pretty good. And then got here and found another great group of guys, great group of coaches that just helped me excel in my performances. With yourself, Bryce, and John Spikerman and Kendall Pettis, that's a a lot of starts, a lot of production. How good is this OU outfield? In my eyes, I think it's one of the best outfields in the country. I mean, you got speed, you got people that can track that, track it down. Um, any one of us can play center field, so which is always good. So I'm one of the best outfields that I've ever been with. Um, let's stop right there because, I mean, that's a good point, Teach. This outfield was was very good last year, but Spikerman had a bit of a slump with the bat. Forget that for a second. Defensively, they are brilliant. Oh, spike out. Yeah. Gap to gap, the best center fielder probably defensively in America. Mm-hmm. Madrin is better than you might think. Like, he gets those little legs going, Teach. He can cover a lot of ground out there. <laughs> right. Kendall Pettis' college highlight reel is phenomenal. Well, going over all-star, outfield all, walls. MLB all-star worthy with some of his catches, yeah. Going over bullpen walls to get him to the College World Series. And now, in addition to those three, you're adding in Carter Frederick this year, who is going to play 
probably left or right field and and in some manner platoon with those guys or DH or whatever. I don't know how good of a defensive outfielder Carter Frederick is. I I just don't know. He's huge. I was going to say, size-wise, it doesn't seem like a guy that would move like those other guys, but I'd, Correct. I can't answer that. I, can't, I was going to ask you if you had heard anything on that. So I haven't. He's 6'4". He's a, he's, yeah, looks like, like a tight like end. 225, 220, something like that. Yeah, he's big. Uh, my guess is maybe he doesn't cover as much ground as KP, mm-hmm. but he's got a cannon. That's my guess. Um, so we'll see how they want to use those guys. It may depend on pitching matchups or it's good to have depth. That's for sure. But very much looking forward to seeing, especially at Globe Life Field, when you got a park as big as this, watching those guys track down fly balls. Spikerman is just a joy, just an absolute joy to watch run out there in the outfield. And I think not only could they, but they need to have, a much better year defensively than they had last year as a team. We thought going into the year last year that it would be one of the best defensive teams in the Big 12, and they weren't. The outfield was was fantastic. The infield was sloppy, and it was the bane of Skip's existence for much of the year. And so we shall see how good they are. I mean, I know going into the year they think they're going to be an elite defensive team. Oh. Uh, Jackson had some issues late in the season. I hesitate to bring it up, but we all know it, Teach. And so eager to see, hopefully that's all behind him now. Uh, Jackson Nicholas I'm talking about. Right. Jackson Willits, freshman shortstop, takes over. Uh, Dakota Harris was very good at that position last year. But you got you got a freshman who, by all accounts, is incredibly smart and incredibly good. But he's a freshman. We'll see. Anthony McKenzie, Rocco Garza, Gongora, um, uh, Jason Walk, this freshman that's uh, uh, coming in from Georgia. That's also uh, very good. Uh, Michael Snyder, the Washington transfer, who's gonna he's gonna play. He's gonna play first or third or DH because he's gonna be a power bat in the middle of the lineup. So. The infield is much more of a question mark, TJ. There's just more unknowns there with new guys and freshmen and transfers than there is in the outfield. But, man, it would help a lot if this could be the elite defensive team that they think it could be this year. I think it's got the uh, opportunity to. And Easton. So. I forgot about Easton. Easton I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, Easton's going to be locked in, in that, behind the plate. So, um, And he's solid, so. I, I think it will be defensively much better than what we saw at times last year. And you I'm got, expecting he, a big bounce back for Jackson Nicholas. I just think he'll bounce back. I, I do, too. He was too good two years ago. That I think it got to him last year. You kind of go through that, and then mentally it gets to you, and you start grinding. And I, I think having stepped back, removed yourself a little bit, I think he'll have a big bounce back. The interesting thing is this is the park. This is the same place. Jackson, turn down the radio for a second. I don't want him listening to this. I don't even want this in his head, TJ. Hopefully they're already down. And, all right, turn off the thing where every, anybody else can hear it. Okay. All right. 
This is the same park where he, he had the struggles late, late last year. Remember that? And it was a Big 12 tournament and everything. What are you bringing and that up for? I'm just saying, now he starts the next year here. It would be a great cleansing if he could start out the year strong. I'm not worried about the bat. I think the bat's going to have a massive year. Mm-hmm. And you could DH him if you have to. But hopefully that's not an issue. Because he was an excellent defender until he you know, went through a little bit of a stretch there last year. Yeah. So, yeah, that anyway, stretch that's last enough year enough was... Set. It was so unusual. It was so hard to watch at yeah. times. It was just you, Chuck Knobloch, the one that her- everyone horrible. always points to in it, but you felt horrible because it's like this isn't who he is, and you no. you knew what you were thinking. You know it's killing him. You, watching it, you, you can't imagine what was going through his mind. Yeah. You're not even mad about it. You're just sick for the kid, you know? Right. I am anyway. Uh, I mentioned Easton Carmichael. OU's got a backup this year that's worth knowing about. Scott Mudler is his name, backup catcher. That's a catcher's who, name right there. Isn't it? Who is – he was the catcher for the Witherspoon Twins at Northwest Florida State. So there's a relationship there. And he's a left-handed hitter, TJ. 6-2 left-handed hitting catcher with pop. And I think he's going to play some. He was impressive the other day at the scrimmage I went to. Uh, Carmichael's going to be your guy, but it is nice to have another guy, TJ, who if you want to just catch Easton two out of the three games or if you want to go matchups, you know, you got a lefty bat, Carmichael's a righty bat. It, it'll be nice this year, I think, to have Mudler back there. I think he could be a guy that makes an impact on this team. Worth knowing about. All right. Lots more baseball talk coming your way tomorrow as we get set for the you season call a game opener. tomorrow. I know. I don't remember how to do it either. I'm going to have to. Uh, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll figure it out. Dust off the old Bob Carpenter scorebook tonight and try to remember how to do baseball. Practice in the hotel room a little bit tonight. Three o'clock tomorrow, 2 30 pregame for the season opener for the Sooners. Then they get Big Bad Tennessee on Saturday night at 7. And uh, you're going to have to take your headphones to church on Sunday morning, folks. 10 30 start for uh, the old. Big 8, Big 12 rival, rivals, OU Nebraska, on Sunday morning. All right, break time. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. <laughs> Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. RK Black brings you this hour. Helping you with all your needs around your office. Document management, network solutions, copiers, fax, printer, scanner. We got a whole big giant truck. They'll show up and uh, hook up your entire office. Hmm. Network it up. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. You gave any more thought to getting Gertie on the mound? Um, I think based on the inappropriate <laughs> actions that took place with a certain Valentine's <laughs> gift last I night, known <laughs> I will be av- avoiding all references or even <laughs> rhyming words with dirty. Get out of here. Would highly recommend... 
you go back and listen to the first hour of the show today if you're unaware of what we're talking about. There is a scandal that is sweeping across the city of Norman this morning. No scandal. No scandal. And some of you on the text line, I will not read your text. A lot of you are dirty old men and uh, are uh, turning this into something that uh, sweet, innocent children do not have your dirty minds. Is upset about a uh, gift, a certain gift given by a certain someone to a certain someone. Valentine's Completely Day. innocent. Um, Toby, any chance OU women's basketball could host a regional the first round of the tournament this night? Yeah, I mean, that's what, we, that's what we talked about early on when uh, Pohai Sooner came off the top right. rope at us, TJ, is, I mean, they're up to a seven seed in the latest bracketology, and that was before last night. They got to get to a four to host. So... Yes is the answer. I think you got to win the regular season. If they win the regular season and win the tourney, they're definitely hosting. Uh, my thought here is, can they do it if they don't do that? If they win the regular season, which they got a two-game lead now with five to go, if they win the regular season title and let's say make it to the championship game of the Big 12 tournament, that's a pretty strong case. Yeah. So, yeah, the answer is yes. Yes, they could host. Going to have to continue to play well and have a strong finish here, but it's possible, in my opinion. I am H.O. Toby, TJ, following an unfortunate run-in with a piece of hard candy, I gave a two-hour dentist appointment. I have a two-hour dentist appointment starting at 8. Oh, this came in earlier this morning. I got both my headphones and will listen to whatever I want. I choose you. I only yes. have two small favors to ask. First, try not to suck. Second, uh-huh. Please ask my good friend Chris Plank and his friend Josh Helmer to follow the guidance above as well. You guys are the best. A highlight of my morning. Boomer. Well, good luck to you. Uh, Sorry for the uh, hard candy situation that has landed you at the dentist. Yeah, that's brutal. Mm. I've got a chipped tooth. i got a broken tooth that I just haven't messed with. It's been – I've got a gap in the back, very back of left lower my mouth that's been there for months now. I just haven't gone to the dentist. It doesn't hurt or anything. It's just a gap back there. Uh, probably should get it fixed, though. Probably should. We'll try not to. Fixed. We'll try not to. What did they say? We'll try not to be bad. But, I mean, that's hard for us. Uh, this goes back to some of the uh, people worried about losing Jenny now. Uh, OU Eeyore can never understand why any coach wants to coach or stay at OU, and it worries them sick. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anybody want to be here? Why would you be here? We're awful at everything. How can you imagine dealing with that athletic director oh, every day? Man, Jeez. I mean, uh, <laughs> we're only 18 and 7 in the top 25. I mean, uh, this texter from the 918 says, Congratulations, Josh. Definitely deserving. He's going to do great. He's excited. Walking around here like he's Peter Weber. He just hit a strike and he's just yelling at everybody in the hallways. BMOC now, out man. Of, out of BMOC control. now. Out of control. Uh, he told uh, Connor the other day, What are you calling uh, this weekend? And Connor said something about a high school game. He goes, ha, That's cute and walked away. <laughs> no, he did not. No, I'm making a <laughs> Helmer, get, your, get yourself under control. 
Josh is as humble as they come, so. <laughs> I could honestly see Tiro having a fantastic career, just like Joe Castiglione, the longtime voice of the Bo Sox. Too bad Tiro can't win the Frick Award. He's won a macaroni. Who needs a Frick? Yeah. Come on. I can't win any frickin' awards, TJ. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh. Uh, do you guys like Bill Raftery on basketball? Love him. Yeah. Absolutely adore Bill Raftery on basketball. Uh, onions? I'm guessing this person doesn't is why they're asking. I'm guessing. that They ended there. Really? The, I don't know. They're asking. So I'd, They didn't say I love him. They're just asking if you do. So I love Bill Raftery, yes. Oh, sorry. Lloyd reminded me. Oh, you forgot uh, to turn. We've been just we've we've been, we doing a show to ourselves no, over the air no. for the last. Sorry, Lloyd. Ten minutes. Sorry. Uh, embarrassing. Do you think there's any substance to the rumor that Moser is interested in DePaul, Toby? No. Creighton is worth keeping an eye on, though. So. The situation there is McDermott's killing it at Creighton, but Ohio State just hired a, or just fired their coach, Chris mm-hmm. Holtman, yesterday. How about that? Firing a coach on February the 14th on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. That's not showing much love. Yeah. McDermott is a rumored candidate for that Ohio State job. And if he were to leave Creighton, Moser would be an obvious guy that they would be interested in. He played at Creighton. It's his alma mater. It's a step down from Oklahoma. But it's his alma mater. I don't think DePaul, which is also a step down. I'm just guessing, speculating. He says no. He adamantly denies any interest at all. And DePaul is not uh, what it once was, TJ. It's the opposite of the Toby Keith hit. It's the. It's not even good once as it once was no. anymore. And it's it been a long be, time since they have yeah. been. It's in Chicago, and I know he loves Chicago, and he's from Chicago and all that kind of stuff. But, no, DePaul would surprise me. If Creighton came open, that would be worth keeping an eye on because of his love for that university. But even that, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say I would put super high percentage on. It's a significant step down from Oklahoma. Toby's missing a tooth. He's definitely SEC ready now. (laughs) (laughs) Half a tooth. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, you can't see it. If you could see it, then, you know. Uh, Is Creighton a step down? Ask TJ's Stan on the touchdown. Yeah. In the history of college basketball, yes. Right now, they're a better basketball team this year and maybe the last couple of years. They're a very good program. Don't get Creighton is a very good program. It's not. How many OU's been to five Final Fours? How many have Creighton been to? I would say maybe one, maybe. If ever. I I was going to say it's probably zero, but I was going to give them one if maybe back in the day that I just don't remember or know about. So, yeah, I mean, long term, Big East is a good basketball conference. Creighton is a very good program. It's, It's a step down, though, from Oklahoma. But it is his alma mater. Isn't McDermott's mm. wife the one that went nuts a few years ago? Or no. I'm thinking of somebody else. That was the Wichita State head coach. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And he I was got thinking fired. It was McDermott for some reason. That was a crazy situation. Mm-hmm. 
I'm looking up. Uh, create. Uh, they have been to two Elite Eights, no Final Fours. They went to the Elite Eight last year, and they went in 1941. They've been to five Sweet Sixteens. They've been to as many Sweet Sixteens as OU's been to Final Fours. So, yeah, the answer is it's a, it's a step down for sure. Why is Luke Northweather not the best free throw shooter on the team? He is eight for eight, one hundred percent. Well, percentage wise, he is, but I don't understand the question. Maybe um, they're looking at a category and he's not showing up for some reason, but it's based on number of so attempts. to qualify for uh, Big Twelve and national rankings, I believe you have to have taken two and a half free throws a game, uh, attempts a game. I believe that's the number. Uh, Javian McCollum did not qualify for the rankings until the last three or four games, and he finally got enough attempts to get up there, and he's he leads the Big 12 at 93% from the line. Luke is eight for eight, so obviously he does not have enough attempts to uh, qualify for the rankings. But if you're just saying who has the best percentage on the team, you know, the answer is Luke Northweather on a, a limited number of attempts. I think some predictive text got broken arrow fat boy. It says, a step down from Oklahoma. Are you kidding me? Oklahoma basketball is a freaking joke means that is. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what, what is wrong with our basketball fans? Some of them. No, I like, think, what is the deal? I think, he, I think he was being positive there and something got him. Oh, okay. Because it says a step down from Oklahoma. Are you kidding me? Okay, he's 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 asking. Right. He, he's he's admonishing the texter. Previously. I would think so, but then okay. the way it ends, I don't know what what he's saying there. Basketball is freaking joke. Means that is. I don't know, I don't know what that means. Uh, a couple of other people here loving Vern, giving him uh, some love. By the way, I had a moment with the uh, office secretary at Piedmont High School. Yes, Tuesday, I guess it was. No, yesterday. I had to call and check Chloe out. She had a dentist appointment. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I called and I said, I need to check out uh, Chloe Rowland at such and such time. She's got a dentist appointment. And uh, the lady asked how he spelled the last name. And so I told her how it's spelled. And she there's like a long pause. And she's like, I can't find her. And then she goes, ah, ha, it would help if I would type the last name correctly. I've got fat fingers. And I said, so do I. <laughs> did you say, do moment. you hate Louis French fries too because I of it? I almost did. I almost said, do you struggle with skinny fries? But I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. But it was definitely a moment. 8.33, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Oh, they're listening all over the United States right now, TJ. The Ref app, if you don't have it, get it. Yelm, Washington, tuned in right now. I never heard of it. Winnipeg, Canada. Listening right now. Reno, Nevada. Let's see where this person. Cheyenne, Wyoming. Let's go over to the East Coast. Rushville, New York. Columbus, Ohio. Deetsville, Alabama. All the way down in Miami, Florida. 
Sooner fans listening to the home of Sooner fans all over these United States today. We thank you for tuning in. A big day tomorrow. Teach, what can we tell folks about our Billy Tubbs Day on the ref tomorrow? Billy Tubbs Day will celebrate uh, Billy throughout the day with different uh, special guests, former players and uh, coaches. Tommy Tubbs will be on throughout the day with us. From 6 a.m. to 2 p.m., we will be uh, celebrating the uh, wonderful life of the great Billy Tubbs. For those youngsters out there, including the show, for uh, you youngsters out there, uh, former basketball coach, one of the biggest Get personalities. You don't need uh, to explain the, that. To well, me. I was just talking to someone off the air during that break, and they said they were talking with someone Saturday uh, at an establishment here in town, and they mentioned Wayman Tisdale, and that person didn't know who Wayman Tisdale was. So <laughs> I guess I'm there out. are young Good people night, young people that don't know who Wayman is. I'm assuming there's young people that may not know who Billy is. But no, one of the biggest, best uh, personalities in – uh, forget whatever level or sport there is. Billy was one of the best. So, one of the most charismatic coaches mm-hmm. in sports history. Absolutely, absolutely. Not OU history, sports history. One and, of the most entertaining and charismatic coaches of all time, and just an unbelievable and human good. being. And, and good. good, yeah. No, he sometimes was great. we get so caught up in how you know telling funny stories about Billy uh-huh. that we forget he was an unbelievable coach. Kids, his teams averaged 193 points a game. That's true. That's I'm pretty accurate with that. Uh, but no, he was. True. His teams could fill it up, man, and they were good. Uh, number one seeds uh, year after year, and um, he was a big day. To- Big day Saturday. I think there's some presentations going on that people are going to want to be a part of and see and everything. So it's going to be cool. Going to be cool. Uh, by the way, the name of the Oregon ace was Isaac Aon out for the season. Uh, UCL, not what you want. We'll know starting pitchers today. We'll talk about it tomorrow. By the way, speaking of pitchers, pitchers and catchers reported yesterday, Teach. Yeah, they did. Here we go. Yeah, they did. The world champs showing up. I loved all the, the uh, past and future world champs showing up, the Rangers and the Reds. I hope they meet each other this year in the World Series, and I hey. hope that the Rangers win back-to-back and then you eventually get one. But I hope you get there. I'm a little bummed by the baseball schedule because we spend like a whole week in Cincinnati and the Reds are out of town. I'm talking about OU baseball. And then the Reds play in Arlington this year. You're right. Three-game series on a weekend when OU baseball is playing. Oh, I thought the, they were later in the year. Are they, they're they still no. within season for OU? Yeah. I was thinking that was like later June, July. I would have gone down for the whole series because I like to support my baseball team, but uh, not going to be possible. Well, just get Young Helmer to call team. that series. I'm already feeling threatened by Young Helmer. I don't know <laughs> if I can... <laughs> I don't know if I can give up any more games. Um, so... Football, let's talk SEC football for just a second. The current plan, TJ, as you know, is an eight-game schedule next year. You've got the one rivalry game and the other seven that rotate. So OU Texas play every year, and they rotate the other seven. It has been assumed that they are heading in the direction of a nine-game conference schedule. And Texas's Chris Del Conte Kind of confirmed that the other day. I don't know exactly who he was speaking to. It kind of looked like one of those Apple conventions, TJ, where he's up making this presentation or announcing the new iPhone and everything. Yeah, this whole slide presentation, I mean. But uh, he kind of confirmed that 
by 2026, he said, the SEC will plan to go to a nine-game schedule, which means you've got two seasons, if his timeline's correct, you've got these first two seasons with the eight-game schedule, and then they'll go to nine. He also said that Texas will play Texas A&M every year, which means that a part of that, they're going to have to have more than one constant rival, which in a nine-game, because OU is theirs. So in the nine-game schedule, teams, the format that we've seen is you've got three constants, six rotating. So OU's three, I think, have been rumored to be in the past, what, like Texas, Missouri, Missouri. And Florida, or something like that. Right. They, they, they try to make them even. It's not just your three closest geographically. Mm-hmm. Your, your rivals plus whatever else kind of evens it out. Texas would have OU, Texas A&M, and somebody else, you know, Kentucky or whatever. So it sounds like that's at least coming from somebody with some inside knowledge that, uh, indeed, the SEC is planning to head in that direction. Which, one, good. Good for fans. Good for OU, because if it goes to nine, then you're guaranteed four home games every year. Conference home games, I'm talking about. Right, right. As it is right now, this year they've only got, in an eight-game schedule, you got one in Dallas. And this year it's only three conference home games. Tennessee, South Carolina, Alabama. So more more conference home games. You're guaranteed you'll have four home, four away, one neutral. And uh, good for fans because you got more good football. It makes the non-conference situation more interesting, though, because, you know, OU's got big-time – a big-time non-conference opponent pretty much every year. Michigan's coming up uh, the next couple of years after this one, and Clemson's on down the line and so forth and so on. And if you're playing nine SEC games and Michigan, nine SEC games and Clemson, whew, you know? And it's going to be harder to find a hole for Oklahoma State to fit in if you want to try to do Bedlam at some point in the future. But I'm for it. I, I hope they... I hope it is mandatory. All of the Power Four conferences say, let's agree we're all playing nine conference games. That seems fair. It seems fair. It seems like what they should do. question is, will they do it? So, uh, I think they will. I think they will. I think the TV's, the, the TV's going to mm-hmm. demand it. Yeah, I think, that, I think you're right there. Um, it will be interesting when all that starts happening. I do believe we're going to have to adjust in a world where we're used to seeing more losses than normal in college football. For Oklahoma. For everybody. For everybody. Yeah. 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 I just, you know, the conferences have gotten stronger. You're taking away a potential layup and replacing it with a good opponent. Exactly. Yeah, that's my point that, you know. The conference has gotten tougher for everybody because we've condensed. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm explaining your point for you. Thank you. I don't, I'm mansplaining for you right now, Teach. Thank you. Why don't you go ahead and explain it? No, you've ex- you've explained it. I'm just saying, like, we're, we're going to have to adjust to a world that normally it's complete panic setting in uh, when you hit that second loss, and I think that will become second more of the loss. norm. Yeah. First loss. First, one? first loss, people are in a panic depending TJ, on where it comes. We were 9-0 and a few years ago I, I and understand. in complete panic. I understand. You get what I'm saying, though, yeah, that your your mentality will have to adjust. Mine will. Everybody's will. That that second loss is like, okay, well, we're still in the thick of this thing with the playoffs oh, and, yeah. and, and, and yeah. how the schedules lay out. But it's going to be unusual 
to accept that in college football. And that's not just for the OUs and Texases and USC's and UCLA's that are moving into conferences. Yeah, no. It's no. for the teams already, already there. in those conferences sure. with these big boys moving in. Exactly. There's going to be more losses for them as well. More difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Man, you're making a good – that's the first good point you've made in just, a while, but that's a really good one. I'm just saying, our mental approach to the game, I think, is going to be interesting to watch over the next couple of years, how we all adjust to it. Before we take a break and bring Chris in here, I just want to let you know, if this is our last show together, yeah. I've really enjoyed working Thank with you. Thank you. I've enjoyed working with you. Does he have that much year. power? Oh, absolutely. Huh. Oh, I mean, he's absolutely. powerful. Don't get me wrong, but – uh, I mean, he could cut off our entire station. I think there's a, a reason why Bryce Madrin ended up on the Plank Show yesterday and not your show. No doubt. <laughs> there's no doubt. <laughs> so I just want you to know I love you, man. I appreciate all you've, all you've done Thank the last you. two decades. Thank and you. I hope this isn't it. Uh, it is. I wish you the best. Going forward, all of you uh, loyal listeners, if you want to continue to support me, come see me at Starscape. Um, I'll be there most days in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, come by and... Uh, We'll skate together. You could open like a scandalous towel stand there. <laughs> Get out of here. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland. TJ Perry and Chris Plank brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. TJ, will you give Beyonce's new country album a chance, or are you universally uh, rejecting it based on premise? Uh, yes, I will reject it based on premise. Yeah. I mean, look, I understand it's the hottest genre in the world right now, and she's a businesswoman. She's trying to, uh, uh, dip her toe into it and, uh, make a little extra cash. What if it's good? I mean, she, that, she that would require me turns thinking, out good stuff. That would require me thinking Beyonce has ever put out anything good in her life. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. So, oh, no. <laughs> well, it, I know you, she's famous. You. I know she's a megastar. I know people love her music. I do, I've never said to myself, that's a good Beyonce song. Okay. I know that our beloved social media guru, Tyler McComas, he is always looking for the big click and the big hit. Tyler, <laughs> clip that, tag Beyonce, and watch the numbers. That's yeah, exactly right. Look, Beyonce made that will Roger, break the internet. Beyonce made Roger Harris and Ada famous, which <laughs> cracked me up. Roger runs the radio stations down in Ada that went national because yeah. he said. Beyonce, why would we play her on the country station? And down he here just in Ada? didn't know. He didn't know. And people were like, You're racist. We're coming after you. And he's like, No, seriously, I didn't know she was putting out a country song. They hadn't even sent it to us. <laughs> Poor Raj. I mean, uh, in addition to TJ ticking off the brass at OU today, he has now endangered his life. There's a name Look, for them, too. What do they call the, the Beyonce fans? The Beehive. The beehive. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. learned that because of Roger Harris. Thanks, Roger. 
I'll give it a chance. I, 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 no, I'm not as close-minded as you. I, somebody I'm comes sure out I'll with a new it. song, I'll give it a chance. I'm sure I'll hear it, and then I know, I'll say, you're, you're what kind of crap like is that? Right. It's not, it's not a fat guy on a bar stool That's with a right. guitar. That's so. right. Toby, I would like to publicly apologize to you because Go we ahead. were supposed to tape yesterday. Right. And uh, I had a scarring event happen, so I just wanted to apologize. That Go ahead. It didn't happen. Well, we, we, we had to end... Boss Hog's life, oh, R.I.P. So, oh man, That's a little a bit, a little bit scarred, a little bit scarred. Not what gonna happened? lie. He, we have a fenced-in area. He likes to stand on that fence and crow for all the neighborhood to hear, all hours of the day. And I don't know if he fell in. Cockle-doodle do is that cockle-doodle do. Uh, he loves to do it whenever I do my radio shows from home, right, TJ? It's it's yeah, like a co-host. In the sometimes. And I don't know if he was just feeling frisky when the dogs were out there, or if he fell, but he got in with the dogs. They tore him up pretty good. Uh, we had to, as humanely as possible, end things for him. And uh, it was at that moment when I realized I am not cut out for this farm life, Toby. So uh, how do you aren't, aren't the rules are now? Aren't the rules now too? You got to put down the dogs. So I mean, no, Jake, get out of here. <laughs> well, it's. Well, I mean, I don't know how else to put it, but you, you chop their heads off. That's how you huma- oh, humanely my. get rid of them. Oh, and here's no boss hog. No. I know. Right? By the way, it? here's. Oh yeah, I did it. Are you kidding me? I did it. That little punk came after me a couple times. Can you imagine being able to chop the head off of your arch rival? I felt like some sort of British king from back in the day. Oh, it was exactly. amazing. I've, I have an entirely new wow. feeling about Chris Plank now. But hey, listen, do I'm not gonna a, lie. How do you do that? Do you have a do you own a hatchet or something? Or what? I got I got a couple different. I got the wood splitting hatchet. I got my regular hatchet. And listen, save yourself all of the pearl clutching uh, on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet uh, text line. Online too. Peter and Beyonce are on lines one and two. We're, we're done. <laughs> but you know, but I, I, two, two funny things. Uh, number one is it was a long – I mean, it was like my wife and I going back and forth. It was like, okay, okay, you got this, you got this. I'm holding it. Watch out. And we did it. And Your wife t- is holding the rooster? You have to hold the backside of it. To, now, they have cones that you can shove them in the cone, and their little head comes out, and you chop their heads out when it comes oh, out of the cone. No, but we we, we didn't have that. Uh, what? What? I'm just. You, do you think that the when you get your Chick Fil A sandwich that that chicken died gracefully and its family was around I've it? Never during, thought about it. I've yeah. never thought about how I but, get my Chick Fil A sandwich. Toby, yeah. after we did it, and we're both a little shook, and you, you take care of it, all of a sudden these two dudes come walking down our driveway out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh my gosh. They're coming to get us right now. And it was just some guys that were driving around the neighborhood seeing if we needed trees trimmed. <laughs> I was like, did the they rooster see police? what we just did? Can I ask you a really stupid question? Go ahead. Can you eat rooster? Sure. But he had been tore up. He had been Is tore it up. just so. like chicken? We were about to find out. We didn't really know. Is that a stupid question, TJ? No, not at all. No, not, not at, all. at all. No, I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you, you think I knew any of that before last night? You didn't night? eat boss hog? We didn't eat boss hog. TJ will throw but, him in the air fryer in a heartbeat. So I wanted to apologize that I was shook. <laughs> we didn't get to tape our pod. But you're going to hang out with us for a quick minute here, right? Yeah, I'll okay, hang around. Sweet. Sure. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, I'll hang around. Uh, I'm not saying goodbye to y'all because I'm hanging around. We'll be back right after this. <laughs>